Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, haha! I put my headphones in after... The music had already started and didn't realize that the voice got already through to me. And so I was listening and waiting. I don't hear the voice God. <laughs> you would think after 10 years of listening to that particular intro that I would know exactly when my cue is. But nah, it's the hump show. It's now the middle show of the work week. And I cannot claim that my brain is fully functional. I had a real struggle a little while ago trying to decide if it was Monday or Tuesday. I know, I know. Just wait until next week. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, we call it The Hump Show because it's the middle show of our work week. And two hours from now, we'll be dead center of the work week. Man, I thought January has gone really fast. So we're in the final couple hours of January for our straggling time zones. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Three of our time zones in the good old US of A still have to get into February. So it's half January. It's half February for our country. That's interesting, right? Half January, half February. Uh, And so I can't believe January is essentially done. And here we are, it's middle of the work week, and I don't know how we got here either. This is what happens when you're going and blowing and making plans, which we are. A lot of the sports broadcasting industry is making plans right now, but specifically football. And it's not just Super Bowl. Now we're seeing the dominoes drop with the coaching hires. Now we're seeing some of the pieces put into place in the puzzle. And there are still many jobs yet that have to be filled. Um, And heavens, we haven't even gotten to the quarterback puzzle yet. That's going to be fascinating too. Um, But it's such a, It's such an interesting week, couple weeks, because you have both run up to the biggest game of the year. You have the run up and the preparation and the two teams that are the focus of the football world, but the rest of the NFL not sitting around 
cheering for them, rooting for them, watching, waiting, listening. Nah, they're on to their own business. Uh, and so now 30 other teams in the NFL, they're, they're busy bees or busy beavers, whichever one you prefer. <laughs> so we'd love for you to find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS. Or our Facebook page, why? Well, because we've tried a new approach in the last few weeks, and it seems to be working, or at the very least, by casting a wider net, we are getting more variety. More people are weighing in with their questions for Ask Amy Anything. I do not relish the job that producer Jay has to do now that we're posting uh, this bright orange box with our thought bubble and uh, asking you to submit your questions for Ask Amy Anything. And we're doing it earlier on Tuesday evening, inundated with your your questions. And many of them are repeats, but they're coming from different people. And then there are some that are creative. I'm, I'm trying not to look too closely or too carefully at them, only because that is supposed to be part of the package that I am not fully prepared. It's bad, though, sometimes if I'm don't have a little bit of a heads up. Jay tends to ask the same kinds of questions a lot. Uh, so it's not as much preparation. Producer Tom, he every week would blindside me with some philosophical question or some question about my history. Uh, yeah, he would do that to me all the time. He liked to ask sports questions. I secretly think he was hoping that we would come across one that I was clueless and couldn't answer, so I would look like a doofus. He liked to do that to me now and then. Uh, And so we don't do many sports questions on Ask Amy Anything, just as a hint. But I will tell you that coming up this weekend, Jay and I are planning, as part of our Super 6 video series of Super Bowl week, a new video version of Ask Amy Anything that is likely to be more Super Bowl related. So I'd say if you have Super Bowl questions, maybe they'll get asked on a video edition of Ask Amy, but may not be asked and answered tonight. But we'll let producer Jay handle that because I got stuff to do. Uh, So send your questions to our show Twitter again, After Hours CBS, and also to our Facebook page. Uh, There's lots of links on both of these uh, accounts, both of these sites. Always post the link to our, our our podcast, which is every weekday morning. Uh, and then, yes, we'll share with you YouTube videos. And coming up next week, we're going to be devious as we do our Super 6 video series. We're going to use some YouTube, some Facebook, some Twitter. So I guess if you don't have both, then you're going to have to Google it or you're going to have to become subscribers to other sites that we use we want you to be full service a full service participant all in you put your whole self in that's what the hokey pokey is all about we're going to do the hokey pokey uh with our super six video series so yes just to reiterate after our cbs facebook two phone numbers 855-212-4227 we did take a super bowl snacks uh, call and question on our last show which was kind of fun from nebraska because that is where snacks matters the most. I just decided. And we'll, I don't know that we're going to talk too much about Super Bowl tonight. We've got so much time uh, to be able to actually talk about the matchup. Uh, though I, I'm sure that I will bring it up with Lindsey Rhodes, who is going to join us from Los Angeles at the top of next hour. She doesn't know my fantasy football story yet. 
and I'm not, I don't expect you to remember this, but the last time we had Lindsay on the show, she was with us right before a, the, all the fantasy drafts just went nutso and became the, the number one thing. So it was preseason, and she was giving me coaching tips or GM tips maybe on how to draft a team. And I remember she chastised me for even thinking about drafting a quarterback earlier than, say, the sixth or seventh round. So wait until I tell her that while I did follow her advice, I won my fantasy football league in spite of my quarterback. And I do mean that literally. I'm not being facetious. Uh, So, yeah, fantasy football is her thing. She's got a show on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, uh, which is, I mean, it's fantasy year-round. And so she loves it. She does, I don't know how many different leagues and drafts. And so I followed her advice and I won. I don't even know if she won. So it'll be fun to talk to her about that. And then, of course, we'll talk about the new coaching hires as well as maybe a little bit on the Super Bowl. So Lindsay will join us from L.A. in about 55-0 minutes from now. We'll see if she and I have as much fun as Travis Kelsey did <laughs> at Allen Fieldhouse as the Kansas Jayhawks were hosting their state rival, Kansas State. It was kind of fun. If you haven't seen the video, Kelsey was sitting in the front row and they introduced him. He stood up. The place went crazy. Uh, and he, at first, was stoic. It's kind of posing a little bit and then turned into classic goofy Travis You got to fight for your right to party. <laughs> I hope they gave him a microphone so he could do that. Uh, No doubt the place would have gone even crazier. (laughs) So, yes, Allen Fieldhouse, one of the coolest places to see a college basketball game. I will tell you, though, I snuck into it when a practice was going on, not when there was a game going on. That was one of my more devious acts as a young person to sneak. Two places I've snuck into that I feel like are fairly iconic in sports lore. One is the Notre Dame football stadium. Oh, my gosh, my adrenaline. I was prepared to, I mean, I I was so sneaky. I waited until the grounds crew and the delivery truck uh, had moved out of the way. The delivery truck left the fence open. I was like, oh, here's my chance. It's now or never. And so I, I waited until the delivery truck had pulled into the concourse, ran through, very, very light-footed, ran through the open gate, looked up and down the concourse. There were grounds crew members on either end, but they were not at my entrance gate. I just ran. I just put my head down and ran out to the field, took some pictures and ran out before they could throw me in jail. Anyway, with Allen Fieldhouse, uh, I, well, I don't even know if I should tell you this. The doors were locked for obvious reasons, to keep out the riffraff like me. But one of them had been propped open by somebody who probably went out to get something and was going to come back or because someone was late getting to practice and needed the door to be open. That's what we used to do at you know college basketball practice. Uh, for me, we wanted it to be a closed-door practice, but if somebody was running late from a class or whatever else, you had to leave the door open so they could get in. Otherwise, you wouldn't hear them knocking on the outside door. So someone had left a door propped for a, a player or another member of the coaching staff, presumably, and... I just treated it like the door was propped for me and snuck on in. That was also super cool. Anyway, Travis Kelsey did not have to sneak in. He was a welcome guest. Uh, That was kind of fun to see. To the victor go the spoils, baby. 
It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. D'Amico Ryan's going back to Houston. For those of you who remember his playing career, he's a former Texans Pro Bowl linebacker. He now becomes the fourth head coach in four years for the Texans. Don't! I hope that they're more committed and have more patience with him than they did with David Culley or Lovey Smith. And I still, for the life of me, cannot figure out why you bother promoting Lovey Smith if you weren't planning to allow him to make changes and to build and, and you weren't planning to invest in him. Why bother? They've had the hardest time luring quality candidates there for obvious reasons. If you see what management has done over the past few years. But D'Amico actually wants the job. It's his dream job. He loves Houston. Says his family is thrilled to be returning there in a statement. We haven't heard from him in terms of his voice yet. We did hear from the owner of the Houston Texans, Cal McNair. He was a guest on our Houston affiliate, Sports Radio 610. And you can tell he's thrilled, too. It's an exciting day for us. Just so you know, I'm an eternal optimist. Uh, but really, I wait until signatures are on the line that we know for sure, you know, we got it done. Because uh, there are a lot of places he could have gone. and But he, he wanted to be here. We wanted him to be here. And it really worked out. And we're, we couldn't be more excited to have him here. D'Amico obviously turned out to be a very hot coaching commodity. And with the Niners falling short, not because of their defense, in the NFC Championship, he had another interview, his second interview with the Texans on Tuesday. And presumably that's when they were able to come to an agreement. But you had other teams that wanted to speak with him. I know the Broncos made a big splash by trading, quote-unquote, with the Saints for Sean Payton, but if you believe the reports, Ryan's was their first choice, or or maybe Jim Harbaugh? Oh, heavens. So before we get back to the D'Amico Ryan situation and why he's so popular and why people are so high on him, Ian Rappaport gives some of the details of what was going on behind the scenes with the Broncos before they announced Sean Payton. Listen to what they did. First of all, they targeted D'Amico Ryans as their top choice. Mm -hmm. Then it was clear that was not going to happen. He was going to go to the Texans. Then they flew to Ann Arbor to try to get Jim Harbaugh and convince him to be the coach. Then today, when we all thought they were zeroing in on Sean Payton, they made another run at D'Amico Ryans, failed there, and now go back to Sean Payton and reach a deal with him. So does that mean, Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, that Sean Payton wasn't their first choice? Was he their third choice? I'm not really sure how to process that. I get that Jim Harbaugh makes a great impression. I would rather have a Sean Payton whose area of expertise is the offensive side of the ball when you've got a quarterback problem, or at the very least a quarterback disconnect with the offense that Nathaniel Hackett and his coaching staff was running with Russell Wilson, it didn't work. Now, maybe it was Russ. I'm not telling you it wasn't a quarterback problem. Sometimes coaches have great systems and quarterbacks don't want to run it. But 
he's the guy on the field with the ball. So you've got to figure out a way to either get through to him or to find something that he wants to do offensively or that he's comfortable doing offensively. All of those factors could have come into play with Russell Wilson. By the way, I just threw my hands up in the air and waving them all around. Just, it's, it's, it's a Denver Broncos thing for me. Anyway, so now you've got a Sean Payton who, as I say, I believe is a better fit for the Broncos if you are actually going to keep Russell Wilson instead of taking that massive cap hit. Even with the cap going up, the Broncos don't have that much flexibility. And it's only going up $17 million. They've got much more money wrapped up into this contract for Russ. But also, they have good young pieces offensively. Got to figure out how to use them. And so Sean Payton feels like a better option to me. D'Amico Ryans, he's dynamic. Everyone speaks so highly of him. Not only is he a coach, but he's a teacher. And you talk to the people, we've heard from some people, who go back to his playing days. And it was very clear that he was a coach in training. He had that kind of leadership, that kind of presence. He was a student of the game. He's always been a student of the game. And so whether it's coaches that were working with him as a player or whether it's players who are working him with him now as a coach, you don't hear a bad word about D'Amico. So I understand why the Broncos would have been dazzled in that interview. It's just kind of humorous to think <laughs> that Sean Payton might have been not their first choice, not their second choice, but their third choice. And to be fair... I don't know that the Broncos were Peyton's first choice because a lot of the reports indicated he wanted to coach in L.A. But since Sean McVay returned to the Rams and Brandon Staley did not leave, he obviously wasn't going to take the offensive coordinator job that just got filled by Kellen Moore. So you have the Texans coming up with what I think was probably the most coveted candidate and then you have Sean Payton. I don't want to say that he settled. That That's not fair. He's going to put him whole, his whole self in. Ooh, kind of like we're doing with the hokey pokey. But the reporting is drudging up some other details that give you a greater perspective about what the Broncos were doing. Their coaching search took quite a while as well. One piece of history that I'll point out with D'Amico Ryan's he becomes the third consecutive black head coach for the Texans. Do you know it's the first time in NFL history that a franchise has ever hired three consecutive black coaches? Yes, that is a big deal. It is significant. However, I don't love that it happened over three years, right? Like, that's the part that, ew. Great. You are giving opportunities where they are deserved, where we know that these coaches have put in the time, have used their wisdom, their experience to go into a really difficult situation. I have so much respect for David Culley, 40 years in the league, Lovey Smith, an established head coach, but they were not treated well. 
they weren't treated well at all by the Texans. And maybe, I don't know that we'll ever get the Texans or McNair to admit this, but maybe they never planned to keep Cully or Lovey around for longer than a year, or at the very least, they were short-term options. So, yes, give them credit for becoming the first franchise to ever hire three African-American coaches in such a premier position as the number one guy, the head coach. But in three years, <laughs> you shouldn't be hiring three head coaches in three years. That's not a sign of a winning franchise. And we know the Texans have not won in a bit here. So D'Amico Ryan's back to Houston. Sean Payton to Denver. Frank Reich introduced on Tuesday in Charlotte. So now there's three, but of course still tons of openings, coordinator jobs, as well as a couple of head coaches. We are just getting started. We have another big night for LeBron James. There was no doubt he was going to play at Madison Square Garden. Absolutely no doubt. So we'll shift a little bit. We'll run full court and do some some hoops, and then we'll get back to some football. And also Lindsey Rhodes, top of the hour, formerly of NFL Network. You've probably seen her a lot there. Now she's got the NFL Road Show. She's on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Plus, uh, for those of you who have DirecTV, she, every Sunday, would do a fantasy show that ran concurrent with the games going on. Kind of free-flowing, totally her. Uh, if you haven't heard her before on the show, yeah, she just kind of winds her way. She's a lot like me, so we could go on for hours we, we won't, I promise. Uh, so on Twitter, A-Law Radio, that's me. Send your questions for Ask Amy Anything to our show Twitter or our Facebook page. Glad to have you with us on The Hump Show. It's After Hours with Amy. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Ball right to left, 34 seconds. Lobs to Randall, the catch. Out of the paint quickly. Fakes, works out of the corner. 30 seconds to go. Knicks down 114-112. Brunson in the lane, the teardrop, got it! Brunson's tied the game, he's got 34. 10 seconds remaining in the fourth. Game tied at 114. AD sets a high screen. LeBron dribble to AD, puts it up, block. And what do they call an offensive foul on Anthony Davis? That's the right call. Brunson got there soon enough to take the charge. Everybody's standing at MSG. Here we go. Tyler Ford gives to Brunson, holding it above his head. Looking inbound. Bounce to Randall. Right wing, three seconds. Drives on Davis. One second to the rim. Stops, spins, throws it up. Knocked away. And I don't believe it would have counted. And we're going to overtime at the Garden. Tied at 114. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. These games that go into overtime for the Lakers. I do not believe the NBA is rigged. That's my mom. She actually thinks the NBA is rigged. But it is definitely good for the association these days with LeBron on national TV as much as they can possibly put him on national TV as he gets closer and closer to breaking the all-time scoring record. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is expected to be at the games in L.A. And soon, this East Coast road trip will be finished for the Lakers. I actually have a friend who works in the NBA, and he said to me, they've been adding games and adding um, appointments with the Lakers once they get back to L.A. because of the anticipation surrounding him becoming the league's all-time scoring leader. So you knew that it was going to be a packed house at Madison Square Garden. Producer Jay had looked for the cheapest ticket available to MSG about 24 hours ago, so leading into Tuesday. And it was, what, close to $300 was the cheapest that you could get into MSG? Yeah, close to 300 which was much higher than a normal Knights next game. There was no doubt he was going to play, even though LeBron did not play in Brooklyn and was reportedly sore. He didn't look 100% against the Knicks either, but he did have his first triple-double of the season. I would say the Knicks' soft defense had something to do with that. Uh, This one went into overtime, uh, and the Lakers were able to shoot at a relatively high clip over the course of uh, the OT, but also really the game. They shot 52%. Here's Russ. Two-pointer. Good. Bank shot from 17 feet on the left side. And now the Lakers lead by seven with 110 to go. Shooter, you want to have the ball because he's the Lakers' best free throw shooter. And that's what he's doing. And Brentson is trying to bird dog him. And he got it to LeBron, lay it up and in. And that should ice the game. 127-121 with 19 seconds remaining. And the Lakers are going to get a much-needed win in game three of this road trip. 
The Lakers radio network with John Ireland. They outscore the Knicks 15-9 to in OT. And yeah, the defense was there and then it wasn't for the Knicks. Uh, LeBron finishes with 28 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds. And even as he gets within 90 points of passing Kareem, he also moves into fourth all-time on the assist list. It's hard to say. Assists list and he passes Steve Nash and Mark Jackson as he does it. It's amazing um, because that's just you know what I love to do and, and get my guys involved and you know trying to put the ball on time and on target with my guys um, throughout, throughout the course of my career and you know with another great group that uh, allows me to um, see the space and see the, um, the floor and I'm able to get it to them and try to get it to them you know with the right type of um, pass and um, but they, they have to make the shots and they, they've done a great job of that um, not only this season but over the course of my career so it's pretty pretty cool. I am throwing a lot of numbers at you, but for historical context, and just because when you're taking these types of steps or climbs on the the ladders, I think it's worth sharing the numbers. LeBron now has 10,338 assists in his career. And as I say, he is 89 points shy of passing Kareem with the most points in NBA history. But even as they get a win... And they beat the Knicks at the Garden in overtime. LeBron is not letting it go. The last time they had to play into OT in Boston, of course, was the game in which the officials admitted that they missed a foul on his final drive to the hoop in regulation. The game was decided by the players. In Boston, the game was decided by the refs. So it was more demoralizing. You know, it's no, I mean, we tried to. But, I mean, obviously what happened in Boston was what happened. So, um, tonight the game was decided in the regulation by the players. Two good, two good defensive stops, Jalen Brunson stepping over for AD. Um, and then AD locking down defensively. I'm giving a little help. So, the game was decided by, by, by the players. Okay. I know this is not going to be popular, and maybe no one wants to hear it. But are we just assuming he was going to make the free throws? So you just assume, right? He gets fouled. He's going to make free throws. And then nobody wants to hear the fact that they had just as much of an opportunity as the Celtics to win an OT. But I guess in OT, that was stolen from you too. That narrative drives me bonkers. Yes, they missed a foul. But in overtime, you start over. You start fresh. How come you guys didn't win an OT then? Did they steal that from you too? Just, oh, and please, we, we can't be assuming free throws either. It's like assuming field goals or something. Anyway, I know it's not popular. I, I get it. I'm in the minority with this response, but the game was not stolen from you. The game was prolonged by a missed call. But do you mean to tell me that you don't have confidence that you can win on the road in overtime? You just did it against the Knicks. All right, I'm moving on. LeBron <laughs> on his hands and knees, <laughs> oh, looking up at the Jumbotron to see himself on his hands and knees. Yeah, that's Sean Grandy, and, but it's everywhere. There's memes out there of LeBron freaking out. Um, it, was, it was as if something much more serious happened than just a missed foul call. I think my favorite part, and yes, I'm being tongue-in-cheek, was when not just when he collapsed to the court in pure frustration and exhaustion, of course. Uh, oh, or maybe because the foul was so egregious that he got knocked to the ground. No, that's not it. Anyway, he's on his hands and knees. He's crying for the foul, and then 
he looks up at the Jumbotron to see himself crying and begging for the call. Are you that's that's the age that we're in these days. That's what real men do. <laughs> that's what happens on the football field, right? When a guy is streaking, let's just say he's broken away from the defense, he's going 60 yards for a touchdown. You always see these guys now look up at the jumbotrons or the big screens and see themselves running down the field. Now that one I'm going to push back a little bit. Is that because you believe that they're looking for defense behind them that or was, guys who are catching up? That was something our colleague Tiki Barber said. He said he would that he was the first one that I remember ever doing, it. and I was like, "Geez, Tiki, he's looking up at yourself." And I remember him saying in an interview, he's like, "I can't look behind me because it'll slow me down, but I can look up, and I know if somebody's gaining ground on me." So that Christian McCaffrey's done that a few times. So they, where I, I've I seen will it. say, players, yeah. that you're right about all the other stuff. Yes. In football, when they're streaking, a lot of times they look up because they don't know if there's anybody behind them because the, the crowd noise is too much. You have mm-hmm. no idea if somebody's going to – and they don't want to get hit from behind. One, they want to know if somebody's there. And two, they're worried about the fumble because that's the that's when you fumble yes. is when you get hit and you don't know it. So those guys are actually or usually – posture running across the goal line and don't worry about that's it. That's <laughs> a different story. Again, those are different things, and that's when you're grandstanding to the max. Yes. Usually when a player is – Broken free, and he's looking up. He just wants to know if there's anybody that's anywhere close to him, and then he could probably break into his dance at the five-yard line. Mm. Right. So, football, they're all looking up. But in this particular game with the Celtics and Lakers, there was nothing happening except for LeBron throwing a temper tantrum uh, and, and down on the court on all fours, and he's looking at himself and his performance. Maybe he's hoping that he will get some type of an Oscar nod uh, something like that. Anyway, so I know I do not pose uh, any type of a popular response to this, but I just would like to point out that in overtime, it's not as though the Celtics had a 10-point lead in overtime. Nah, you had the chance to win just as well. Uh, Anthony Davis back on the court, of course, trying to ease back into playing shape. Not, uh, not I wouldn't say it's always... So five weeks, you're you're out of playing shape, and it's not so much that you would completely lose all of your fitness, but running the court and banging around with other guys as much as you're really allowed to do that in today's NBA, uh, that's a different type of shape. And so they want to be careful with him, also want to make sure he's completely healthy. Is he ever completely healthy? Uh, but 27 points, nine rebounds for Davis. I feel good. Um, it's going to always take time. I was out five and a half weeks. Uh, so even though I play well and I'm playing, I'm starting to get my rhythm back. Still going to take some time, you know, to get back to you know where I want to be, where I was. So you know, as long as we keep winning, none of that matters how I'm playing. Um, you know, it's all about wins right now, especially when we're trying to chase guys to you know move up in the rankings. On Spectrum Sports, that's Anthony Davis and LeBron James. As I say, 89 points shy uh, and passes a couple of different iconic point guards. So just amazing. In fact, Steve Nash, uh, he can be part of any celebration now because he's he's uh, got a little more freedom. And I'm probably less stressed, too. I can imagine that Steve Nash is uh, sleeping much better these days now that he's not coaching the Nets anymore. Uh, so that's one basketball game. Two of LeBron's former teams (laughs) were playing on the shores of Lake Erie. Uh, So we'll we'll get to that a little bit. Uh, Also, it's the easiest bet in sports these days. Uh, Producer Jay said to me earlier on Tuesday, 
the Nuggets are playing. Jokic will have a triple-double, and lo and behold, and it wasn't even a close triple-double. He just blows that all out of the water. Oh, I don't know. Just wait. Maybe he's going to be coming for uh, these assist leaders, career assist leaders, or <laughs> scoring leaders at some point. He's automatic these days. He's just automatic. Uh, so a little more hoops. Also, as I said, D'Amico Ryan's introduced. Uh, Sean Payton hired. Love to hear your reaction to those two moves. And the Niners had to deliver their exit interviews and answer questions. Oh, yes, the two quarterbacks, Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, both standing in front of microphones on Tuesday. It's after. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Three's the separation now. Jimmy trying to make it more. He did. Bottom of the circle, jumper on the right side goes for Jimmy Butler. The game's only 20-point scorer, and he has 21. Blackjack. Mitchell brings it up, fires the fading three. It's a miss, and it's over. It was absolutely all over the place. Belongs to the Heat. 197. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Jason Jackson on Miami Heat Radio. So these are LeBron's two other teams, the Heat and the Cavs on the shores of Lake Erie. And this one came down to three points. Get this, in the fourth quarter, the Heat outscored the Cavs. This was a a tough quarter. It was one of those where uh, you just kind of go in toe-to-toe and a little more like a rock fight in that final quarter, 21-18. to So they outscored them by three points in the final quarter in what was a very low-scoring affair. Uh, And Jimmy Butler, he's tenacious, right? He's one of those dirt dogs uh, that you love to have on your team. He, He can score. He can set up his teammates obviously can defend. He'll really do anything that it takes to win. He was one of four starters who were in double figures, 23 points and five assists as the Heat pick up this W. The more experience you have in any situation, the more comfortable and the better you're going to be. Yes, we have been a lot of close games for, for many years now. So anybody could take any shot 
anybody is there to get any stop. We know what it takes to win games, whether it's close, um, whether it's in the second or third quarter. We got to do that. But close games, maybe we're trying, starting to get the hang of this thing. No, we don't feel pressure. I mean, it's a big moment in a big game, but it's what we work for. Um, and at the end of the day, that's what you want. You want a competitive game against competitive players. Um, and, you know, we got that tonight. And it's just been the case for most games, but I think going into the playoffs, that's what we need. You know, we need to, to be in them situations so we're prepared for, for anything at the end of the year. So Tyler Hero, 18 points, along with Jimmy Butler, and he makes a great point. Um, I've said this a bunch about the defense of the Niners, right? It's my little segue here. Uh, and, and also the defense of the Chiefs. When you've got guys who have played in such big games and you've got guys, and, and granted, there are rookies and there are first-year guys, but when you have appeared on these playoff stages more and more, and this applies to the Heat, certainly, you get more comfortable. And Tyler says now we don't even feel the pressure. The best athletes, the ones with the ability to draw on that experience from all of these pressure cookers that they've been in before, those are the ones for whom the game slows down. Those are the ones who you can count on to make smart decisions even when the stakes are the highest. And so, yeah, you you talk about the Niners' defense and how much pressure was on them this year because of the the challenges with the quarterback situation. Now, granted, Brock Purdy was a huge revelation. I love how patient he was and how willing he was to use the people around him as opposed to needing to be the center of the show. As a rookie, I'm going to prove to you all that I'm not not Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, So I do appreciate that uh, about what he did. But it was obviously on the defense, too. You go through not one quarterback, not two quarterbacks, but three quarterbacks, and you recognize that the defense can never really have a letdown. They take pride in what they do, tenacious and tough and physical and smash mouth and brash and bold and all of those things under D'Amico Ryans, uh, as a matter of fact. And so you understand uh, the defense took pride in its craft as well. Um, but really, if you look at the Chiefs, too, you know, the Chiefs, uh, other conference, completely different situation, but it also applies to them because they've been in five consecutive AFC championships. A lot of the core of the defense and the offense about to go to their third Super Bowl in the last four years. You wouldn't look at that Chiefs defense and say it's great. You wouldn't hold it up next to the Niners or the Eagles and say this is one of the best defenses in the league. No, no. But what they do is draw on experience. They draw on that confidence in pressure situations. And how often do we see that Chiefs D come up with big plays? When they have to have it, they come up with the takeaway or a big sack. And they do have stars. And they've got young guys, too, that can really develop. But what impresses me, what stands out, is that they show up in the most intense pressure-packed moments. And a lot of that is experience. And that's what Jimmy is talking about. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. All right, so a little bit from the Niners, and then we'll do more coming up later on. But their exit interview is taking place on Tuesday, even as they find out that they are losing their defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryan. So Nick Bosa, how much does that impact you? I'm just going to miss his, his smile every day, uh, his positivity, and um, yeah, just his knowledge of the game. Um, 
I'm gonna miss just how he uh, how he appreciated the defensive line and how he um, made sure to make uh, us feel uh, like we like he appreciated us and he let us know that every day. So it, it helped us work even harder for him. Um, but I'm, I trust Kyle that uh, he'll replace him with the best guy possible who will have the right uh, mindset and same principles that D'Amico had and I think D'Amico is going to go uh, build a really good team somewhere else. Mm. We'll hear more about D'Amico Ryan's coming up later on again. Lots of different Niners players spoke, but at, at least to whet your appetite, there's a lot with Brock Purdy. There's also Trey Lance. Uh, we'll just leave you with some of it, not all of it, because then you'll have to keep coming back. Do you remember on Sunday evening, I played for you a clip from Fred Warner after Brock Purdy said how sad he was for the Niners veterans who wouldn't get the chance to go back and find redemption at the Super Bowl if they were denied another trip. He felt like that was on him because he had gotten hurt. And Fred Warner responded with, no, he has nothing to be sad about. He's the reason we're here right now. Well, of course, that made it back to Brock. I love these guys. I appreciate them. Um just their leadership and, and they've been through this, you know, year after year after year and um, for them to, you know, have respect for, you know, what I've done and, and the way I've handled my stuff, like I appreciate that about them and I've learned so much from them. Uh, you know, George has taken me in and, and Fred and Eric, like all those guys have just shown me what it looks like to be a pro and um, I appreciate them for that. They've got my back and, you know, you can do all this talking and stuff, but it comes down to going out in the field and, and doing your thing and producing for the team and for the guys. And so um, for them to have respect for what I've done, like I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. So it doesn't get any better than this locker room right here. He has such a great respect around him for his teammates, his coaches, the game, the challenges, the guys who have played before him. Remember, his first start was against the Buccaneers, and he had the opportunity to play in the same game as Tom Brady. He is obviously a mature young man and brings a lot of that poise to the table. We've heard that about Brock from his coaches. Now, a little more about his injury coming up later on uh, because there are they were seeking second opinions, or at least he was, hoping that he would not have to have a surgery. I also appreciate that Brock gives us very long answers, so we get a lot of information from the young QB. Straight ahead, though, Lindsey Rhodes on the coaching hires, potential quarterback carousel, the Super Bowl. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 